0: Hello and welcome everyone to another exciting episode of Talent Talks. I'm your host, Mike Wasolko, and thank you for tuning in. On this episode of Talent Talks, we will uncover the strategy and processes of building a search firm on missions and values rather than just revenue alone. To help us gain better perspective on the subject it's my pleasure to introduce to you David Heron, Groove Chief Executive Officer of Wilton & Bain and founding partner of WBMS. With over 20 years of executive recruiting industry experience, David has been a key influential leader in the firm's growth and services. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to introduce to you David Herron. David, welcome to Talent Talks.
1: Thank you, Mike. Yeah, no, a very uh, busy time, but, uh, you know, it's a good time. The firm is growing and um, it feels like the market's with us. So, uh, no, pleasure to talk to you and I appreciate you taking the time also.
0: Oh, my pleasure. In the overwhelming idea of building a search firm missions and values, what are several key core values you believe all search firms should institute for success?
1: The first thing I should say is that one of the critical things behind Wilton & Bain's success has been focusing on our values and behaviors. We see that as a, a critical differentiator for various reasons. The main being that I fundamentally believe that create a great client experience, you have to create a great internal candidate experience. You, know, you need to build... An environment internally where people care, and if they care about us, then then they'll care about our clients, which I think is really, really important. So I think within that, you know, there are several aspects, you know, humility, I think approachability, I think honesty. I think good search is actually about good information, and so you need good judgment, you need good decision-making, and you need pace. So energy, passion, pace are all key attributes of something you would see in a, in a Wilton & Bain person, and key attributes, I believe, that clients value in the marketplace. And over and above all of that, you know, we're a business that sees a lot of power in teamwork. So we want people who can collaborate. We want people who can work together. We want to break down the silos that I think often cause pain to our customers. That ability to, uh, you know, be focused on your job but open-minded to working with others, I think is really important, and I think it helps businesses make sure they're doing the right thing.
0: I couldn't agree with you more. What questions should search firms ask themselves when determining if their own missions and values are right for foundations for success?
1: Yeah, so I think, I mean, I can only talk from my experience. You know, in my experience, the critical question we asked ourselves two and a bit years ago when we came out of our management buyout was, what is it that we at Wilton Bain are trying to build? Why are we trying to build it? And who are we trying to build it for? And of course, any business will have commercial objectives. You know, we ourselves have private equity investment. Over and above those commercial objectives, I think uh, at a leadership level and general level, people need to believe that they're building a firm that can make a difference. And once you believe you are, then you align everything that you do around the business to maintain and create that differentiation. So my counsel for what it's worth would be that once an organization's kind of ascertained what it's doing or that something's worth doing, it to be very clear on how they're gonna do it, why that's good for the people in the business and why that's good for customers. You know, culture is something that is all-encompassing. You know, it's not a meaningless mission statement that someone at the top barks down. It comes from everyone. You know, we really believe in this. We invest in it. We believe that the power of World and Bain is our collective and that everyone here has a voice. So uh, as an example of that, we run a program called High Potential Future Leaders, mm-hmm. which is a program that includes many different people at many different levels across the organization. Those individuals are voted for by their colleagues, not by the leadership team. And those individuals are invested in by us to become leaders you know it doesn't matter to us whether they've got six months experience or 16 years you know we believe everyone has a voice and we want everyone to have a a voice and those future leaders every year uh, our financial year runs july to june every year pick an improvement program that they believe can make in inverted commas the wilton and bane boat go faster and that for us is really important so this isn't a program of improvement that's run by me or my team this is a program that's run from within and it's something that often is driven by people at a much lower level of the organization. So for us, culture, you know, people need to feel empowered. People need to feel like their work is valuable at whatever level in whatever means they do it. And they need to feel that the leadership are approachable. I've worked in too many businesses where people shut themselves away in a corner and, um, you know, are only there for a weekly call or a monthly catch-up. You know, here we, you know, we probably have too many calls and too many catch-ups, but, you know, everyone feels, everyone feels they can contribute.
0: Well, that's great, though. It sounds like the environment that you've really built allows individuals to really progress and develop into their possible roles in the future and increase into leadership positions.
1: Yeah, I mean, our approach is we're a team of teams. So, you know, we have many different practice areas in, in our uh, growing business. And each of those practice areas is aligned to a common goal. But at the same time, each of those individual businesses has to work as a pack to work out how to unpuzzle the market that they particularly serve, right? So that isn't someone's idea, that is a collective and aligned objective and something that people work on together, which we think is really, really important, certainly when we hear critique from our customers and our clients around how other organizations might work. You know, we hear about silos, we hear about fiefdoms, you know, the Wilton Bain ethos is to leverage the power of the firm.
0: Well, we kind of brushed on a little bit as far as entry level. When recruiting new talent for your firm, how are you able to determine if a candidate's personal values align with your own company values?
1: It's a good question. You know, I mean, in many ways, hiring into the recruitment industry or the search industry is very, very easy. You know, the way that historically, I believe, businesses have probably assessed whether someone can do a job or can't do a job is pretty crude, right? You want to understand who their clients are, and you want to want to understand what they could bill. But that actually, in our experience, doesn't lead to particularly good hiring. You know, we hire people, and we use this phrase: "Who can bill and build," and they're quite distinct. Billing is about individual behaviour to achieve an individual goal. Building is about much more. It's about bringing colleagues along. It's about creating something more valuable than someone's self. So we look for humility in people. Uh, We look for experience. We look for scars. We look for weaknesses. So we like people who are, you know, prepared to be vulnerable. And we try and find the fire within people. We look for the chip on an individual's shoulder that helps us to understand why people do what they do. And yeah, I'd go as far as to say that our track record of hiring individual billers has actually been much less good than our track record of hiring builders. What I mean by that, you know, really is, is hiring people who we believe we can build something around. So I think one thing that I would say only from experience is that hiring based on dollar signs, gives you a very limited understanding of why or how people operate. And that's kind of a critical thing for me in making successful hires. I think the other thing I would add, we've got better with us as we become more diverse. But good hiring is actually a product of harnessing the diversity of thinking we have across the business. Um, we want to take a rounded opinion. And I think sometimes that means we can be quite slow to make decisions. But I'd like to think that candidates feel they they get to know us in the process at every level. And from a Wilton and Bain perspective, we want alignment. We don't want three partners agreeing and four partners disagreeing. You know that's important to us. I mean, you, clearly we won't always get 100% agreement, but we rarely do. But once we've made a decision, we all get on with it. We're all aligned, and that's part of our collective responsibility you know, to make Wilton and Bain a better firm.
0: That's the name of the game nowadays. Because when you're bringing on new individuals, you want to make sure that person is the right fit, and that it's going to be a long-term investment instead of just short-term. Oh,
1: totally. If I look at our churn in the last probably two to three years three to four years versus the last 10 we've definitely lived what i've just described you know people i think here feel they can build a career and they they can have a future you know and in part that is environmental creating an environment in which people can be successful and be themselves and i think in part it's systemic right
0: you know actually yes. having an organizational structure which really lifts that so
1: environment's one thing systems are another but you kind of need
0: both I know you've been with Wilton Bay for quite some time now, but do you find living your firm's core values leads to satisfied clients and repeat business?
1: Yeah, I think so. Um, You can only measure what you can measure, right? But if I look at our biggest clients, they have all been major clients of the firm for over a decade. You know, I think that's quite unusual. But I think we can take this much further. You know, as an example, we're in the process of rolling out a program called Net Promoter Score. I talked earlier on about our future leaders picking a program of improvement for the business. They pick Net Promoter Score which is a means of, I'm sure you know, of gauging customer loyalty. What's interesting about that is professional services and search in particular actually have one of the lowest net promoter scores in any sector globally. But I think that brings an interesting question, which is why should we be comparing ourselves with our industry? Companies like Tesla, Apple, Amazon lead the way. And I like the fact that the people in our business are aspiring for us to be better. They want us to be different. They want us to be market leading, not only in our market, but in all markets. So I think that's really important You know, that ethos for our internal people to pick one program, and the program for them to pick to be around working out how loyal our customers are to us, tells you quite a bit about, you know, what we value. I also think that search firms can be a little faceless. It's sort of an oddly formal industry, given that it's a human service, and brands often lack personality, even though brands are all about their people. We welcome our clients into our office. We often have clients hot desking here, you know, interviewing in our space, meeting our people. Lunching with individuals at all sorts of different levels of the business. So we approach client relationship building in the same way we approach our own team building. Be honest, be open, be responsive, and be real. You know, I hope sows the scenes for more uh, 10-year client relationships world <laughs> as we continue to build.
0: Well, that's great, though. It allows everything to be more transparent and keeps everybody on the same page and at the same momentum in different cases. Yeah, totally. Transparency is the name of the game now. And the fact
1: is that, you know, search is changing at real pace. Everyone has access to everything. And the more you try and hide that, whatever it might be, the more I think you're you're doing yourselves and your clients a disservice. So transparency, you know, I didn't mention that in, in the values, but transparency is a massive thing here. You know, it's really helped us. I guess being open with our people and being open with our clients is creating an environment where people feel they belong really, which is, you know, good.
0: Unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, we are out of time for this episode of Talent Talks. David, it has been a pleasure to, to have you join us here today, and thank you so much for your time. Thanks, Mike. We hope you all join us here again next time on Talent Talks. Thank you for tuning in. Take care.